You are listening to third episode of People of Product Board podcast. Today's guest is Jakub. Hi Jakub. Hi Miktek, thank you for having me. Please tell us more about, about you. Okay, so my name is Jakub Benesh, but on the internet I'm, um, you know, I'm using basically just my only nickname, um, Chuck Ben, probably in English pronunciation, it's really like old school. Uh, yeah, currently I'm working as a software developer in product board and I'm really enjoy it. Okay, uh, about, about your role in product boards, uh, what is your current role or what is your current team and what, is, what are the goals for the current uh, quarter? Oh yes, that's, that's a great question. Uh, right now we have established a new team basically maintaining front-end platform, let's say and uh, I'm a part of it, which is really nice because I'm really like enjoying uh, like solving those issues we are focusing on. Mostly right now it's like developer experience. Uh, we are trying to, you know, um, search for issues and kind of over overcome them. You know, there are like many things like that when you are part of uh, such a uh, such a startup like product board because we are growing so fast. So we are running into several issues with it. So we are trying to kind of solve those challenging problems. Yeah, uh, we, we will talk about it some more a little bit later. But now I, I would like to ask you, uh, you are leading our open source initiative, right? Here in Product Board. Could you please tell us about it more, about Product Board Labs? Yes, that's a great question. It, it was my first site initiative here in Product Board to kind of uh, co-create some um, open source, um, let's say, initiative here. And like I think we have kind of succeeded because there are several packages we are using in our uh, our code, our production code, and it's open sourced. Um, for example, uh, I personally like Lint everything I can especially if you run into some issue twice it's really great to write some some kind of linting for it so we have uh, uh, tslint rules we have also stylint rules we are using in product board it's on our uh, secondary uh, secondary github organization called product board labs and yeah i'm trying to maintain those but my colleagues are helping me a lot and what kind of uh, issues or problems we are trying to solve with those uh, lint rules? Yeah, that, that that's also a really great uh, thing because uh, uh, here in Product Board we are using, uh, let's say, our own implementation of uh, Flux uh, architecture. Many of you might know uh, it, it. It's basically like the first uh, version of Flux, you know, introduced by Facebook, and we are using kind of modified version of it. So there are few things like selectors, connects and things like that and you need to follow some rules. So basically this tooling helps us to follow those rules correctly and we can also easily point some potential issues, point out some potential issues. So I think overall the developer experience is much much better with uh, this tooling and it's great to see it uh, in production and live especially to hear like the feedback from other developers. Yeah, you're right. And uh, it's open source. It's open source. And uh, you mentioned we have our custom Flux implementation. And my follow-up question is, 
A does those uh, does those lint rules are useful for any other any other project outside the product board? Yeah, that's that's also a really great question because right now it's uh, it's more like. Um, I mean, like I'm sharing those uh, ideas and also those packages on several meetups. I'm trying to collect feedbacks from other companies in Prague and in Brno because we have, like, I would say, nice communities uh, out there. And right now, you can, you know, you 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 can get inspired by them. And for example, we have like this uh, uh, sort uh, import group rule or something like that. Which basically we are trying to follow convention of imports in our uh, TypeScript files, and the, those imports are uh, separate into several groups based on the nature of import. For example, like node modules here, our libraries here, components here, styles here, and um, yeah, this this rule kind of does all the thing. You know, like the basically it, it has autofix, so you just you know, like using your VS Code or WebStorm with auto-importing functionality and like all those imports are, uh, you know, sorted correctly, alphabetically. And I think you can easily use such a thing because it's fully customizable in your own project. But yeah, those things like our like select uh, um, or like connect lint rules, yeah, they are kind of bind to our implementation. And we are already thinking about out outsourcing also uh, open sourcing sorry also uh, this uh, flux architecture but we are not uh, there yet but i hope we will be soon great uh if, if you want to end endless discussion about uh, how to sort your imports <laughs> let's go to our product board labs and check out our our lint rule for it yes because uh we had Endless discussions of yeah, like yeah. for two years how to properly sort uh, our our imports. In yeah, that, 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 that's correct because that was the that was the moment I realized, hey, I need to do something about it. I need to like <laughs> I need to create this rule because like it's always easier to like you know like to have this check from the from the system from the robot you know like on the uh, like on the other side of the of the of the pc not not the human because it's much easier to avoid like some ego clashes because like of course everyone has its own opinion on sorting of imports for example i don't care about alphabetic sorting but we care because we have this like linting rule yeah uh cool um before this, you mentioned you are now part of the team who is responsible for front-end platform and now mainly for the developer experience, right? Yes. Could you please share more about it? What developer experience problems you are trying to solve this? Yes, or yes. Now? Uh, yeah, of course, I will share more. Basically, it's one of uh, our uh, our company's goal for this quarter, I can say. We really want to you know, enhance the, the overall developer experience in in our project because, yeah, there is, I mean, like, we need to gain, unlock, let's say, potential of velocity. Um, yeah, we are growing so fast, so that means that uh, it's kind of hard to share the knowledge across all the teams, all the people. So we are trying to figure out some, some ways uh, how to make the whole stack more, like, self-explorable. 
Uh, one of those things are, for example, those rules, because like if you get this error or warning in your in your editor, you can easily like you, you will get also like nice nice link for example nice message hey like we have this documentation for flux architecture here in repository so you can easily click and learn something about it as you as you are using it i think this is really great uh, also we have recently uh, recently merged into the into the master a uh, few other things for example i don't know if you know DangerJS, but it's actually great um, let's say framework which helps you to speed up pr reviews a bit uh, as well because you can implement few checks for example uh, i don't know in our case we have uh, we have reporters for tslint styling typescript and jest runner so you can you can immediately see if your ci pipeline is failing or not because you have the information already in a repository uh, which is i think it's also pretty good because like there is no need uh, for for clicking through CIs and things like that. So we can immediately see if there is some issue. Or uh, the thing I really like is that we kind of like in the past, uh, like it happened that you have changed something in package.json, right? And like forgot about to uh, rerun the yarn to get like uh, yarn lock correctly uh, generated. So like, you know, I don't know. It it can happen that you know PR review is uh, not so great, and like you can end up in merging with merging this into the master. And uh, you know uh, after that point, someone will check out the branch, and uh, they will see that Yarnlock is not not uh, not not there because something has changed. So whatever. So we have implemented like rule that when you touch the package JSON, you will get like the warning. Hey, you probably want to regenerate. Yarn lock as well, so I think that's that's pretty nice. That sounds interesting. Uh, how hard it is to implement something in DangerJS? Yeah, it's it's really simple. It's it's basically like Node, and yeah, you you can just you know like write simple function and use their exported uh, functions warn or error, and so basically you you will just perform some check. DangerJS. Uh, will give you, for example, array of modified uh, files. You can you can check it out their content. So it's it's pretty, you know, you can really easily, it's, it's um, uh, the check itself, it's like three lines of code and the value is enormous. That's, that's I think it's really, it's a really neat solution. But we have also our own like uh, GitHub bot. Uh, I'm kind of primed on it because, like, I'm really into bots. It's 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 kind of fancy thing. We are using um, Kubernetes and our clusters, so it's microservice. So you can experiment with new things and technologies as well. And like uh, we we kind of, uh, I mean, like I personally got a bit inspired in uh, React uh, repository because they are using uh, something called SizeBot. You know, like to get to get uh, differences in sizes of assets uh, across the, you know, in, in compare with master and like current revision. So if you are like, if you create like feature branch, you will get the information like how much code you have added and like you will, you will see the difference in gzip, you know, gzip site. And you will also get link for live revision. You can try it on, on, on staging on our environment, which is like pretty neat. You can easily see the result. Hmm. Interesting, and uh, the bot and the JS is it a part of the 
continuous integration pipeline or it's living somewhere else? Yeah. I mean, uh, the thing is that, yeah, the, the bot and uh, the Danger.js is triggered direct, di directly from uh, Circle CI right now, from our uh, CI pipeline. Uh, yeah, but the code for uh, for Danger, it's living in our repository. For the bot itself, uh, it's living in separate repository as a, as a separate microservice uh, written in pure Node using some frameworks like Micro by Zaid. I see, I see. Yeah, uh, that's great that uh, we finally have someone who has time and passion to improve our developer experience. <laughs> because uh, we had a lot of discussion in the past about the Danger.js, but unfortunately we didn't have time. And as Jakub mentioned, now we, we are growing and finally we have people uh, to handle this. That's great. Cool. Uh, let's start with some bonus questions. Oh yeah, I'm looking for. Uh, what is your favorite open source? Oh, that's hard to say. That's hard to say. Uh, yeah, like uh, there, there are so many open source projects I like. Um, yeah, like that's kind of funny thing because like uh, I don't know, like how, I mean, like if you are using Star Possibility or Star uh, Star Thingy on GitHub, but I'm using this pretty often. So I've already start, uh, I don't know, like 1000, uh, you know, repositories or something like that. So uh, yeah, it, it's kind of hard to navigate through them. But probably I really like uh, React community. Uh, in general, I think they, uh, they are doing such a great job. So React is probably like one of the most famous, or for me personally, like favorite, uh, uh, yeah, projects out there, but um, yeah, many many more. Also, like for example, VS Code, right? VS Code is also uh, open sourced. Uh, it's it's pretty great because you can easily like tweak a lot of things, and it's basically written in in JavaScript, right? In, in Node, it's 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 unbelievable, but it's true. So it's hackable. Yeah. So hard question. <laughs> uh... Okay, uh, what are you doing in free time? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I was thinking about this question, and it's kind of it's really st uh, really straightforward because, like, in my free spare time, I'm I'm polishing my own open source, and or I'm helping some you know like other projects to uh, get it done uh, to move things. I'm trying to trying to find those projects we are using in 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 product board because it's much easier to work on something you are already using or you you think you, you know what you want to want to do with it right it's much easier to to think about it like that but if i have like some really free time i'm usually like spending uh, time with uh, ps4 right now or nintendo switch because like i'm really into games and yeah, we are also playing some, we are doing some LAN parties in product board. Uh, that's pretty nice and neat. Uh, recently we played uh, Factorio, if you remember. Right? Yeah, I, uh, I remember. And actually now uh, we have shared server. Oh yeah. We are playing uh, in our free time with, uh, with colleagues. If someone uh, has 
free time, just build part of the factory, refactor something and someone else continue later yes. during the weekend or something, something like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. It's a really great game. Like you should check it out. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> everyone yeah. who is listening. Yeah, and start with the with the videos uh, on YouTube how to build mega uh, mega factory in uh, in factory. Yes. Uh eh, cool. Uh it's almost Turing complete, right? You can do like many things there. Yeah. That's, there. That's, it's pretty insane, you know. There are some honestly. logic operators. Yeah, it's, it's it's insane. <laughs> Tran- transportation belts and uh, those stuff. Uh, I like it. It's something like transporticon on steroids. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Okay. Uh, final question. What place you would recommend to visit? Oh, like... Uh... In Prague, uh, on world, in space. Oh my gosh! Or in universe. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like uh, uh, that's that's a tricky question. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't I don't really know. Um, hmm, uh, that's it's hard to say. I, I would. Okay, okay. Yeah, I have the answer. You know, that's probably Brno. <laughs> you should definitely <laughs> you should definitely visit Brno. <laughs> Uh, okay. My favorite pops uh, there. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, that's it. Uh, thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you as well for. Thank you and bye. Yeah, bye bye. Thank you for listening to the People of Product Board podcast. Check us out at productboard.com. <laughs>